Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Of me, I believe. 
king, all I have, and now I'm laying it at your feet. You affirm my worth in you, affirm my identity.
your hand clap be louder this afternoon. Let your hand clap be louder. Are you excited to be in church this afternoon? As the film stars who are excited. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for is here. And there's a voice which we've been missing in this auditorium for a while. Fresh from the mission fields. Brimming with the anointing and with power. To bring us the word of God that is quick and powerful, alive and powerful. Ladies and gentlemen... If you are excited at what is about to come your way, I want you to make some noise this afternoon. It's okay to shout. It's okay to clap your hands. You can even bounce around and join me. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh, come on, come on. Make some noise with action.
Wow. I've been missing a church service. What an exciting blessing to be back here. And I'm very happy to see all of you. I'm very happy to see our satellite church pastors. I'm very happy to see the anointed redeemed. And help me to also welcome the film stars into the service. And the amazing dancing stars. Have the dancing stars ministered already? Oh, then I missed a treat. And redeemed as well, eh? But it's a blessing to be back. I feel very happy. I really missed you. And uh, I, am, I am very um, blessed. I feel God has shown me great mercy to bring me into this great fellowship again. And I want to also salute all the campus outreach overseers. And everyone here, um, I was told that the church services have been so nice that my coming back was not necessary. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I want to. Um, but I want us to appreciate Bishop Kobe for amazing leadership. He's one of the finest pastors you can ever find, and. I want us to love him and take good care of him because God has given us a gift, a gift, a gift, a real big gift that other cathedrals would love to have. So it's a blessing to see all of you. Someone should have told me to also wear a tie. But I hope it's okay to preach without a tie. And let's give it up for the New Believer School. They are doing a great job. Clap your hands. Your loudest hand clap should be for them.
Please be seated. Let's welcome Mary to sing a song for us.
won't be long. And that is why this afternoon I want to bring a very important message to your attention. And um, it's something I've been sharing in the other services and I felt that you also need to hear the same thing. Because it is so important. That. You hear it well. See, the word surprise. It's a word we use very often in our um, day-to-day interactions. Oh, she surprised me. Oh, I'm very surprised at what you are doing. I'm surprised. But that word is not appropriate for our day-to-day living. We must find another word because the the strength of that word will be felt on the day you stand before Jesus thinking you are one of his thinking you have served him you've sung for him you've been a pastor you've been a bishop you've been a Christian Christian and you've known that you've been in church all your life and I mean what's the problem and then you see that is when that word will be fit to be used that I never knew you You will be shocked. You see, and what is very serious about this that I'm talking about is that you can do nothing about the shock. In our day-to-day lives, when somebody surprises you, a friend shocks you, you can have another friend. You can, I mean, there are alternatives. But on that day, when you stood before God like me thinking that you've spent most of your time from your teenage years from my, from my teenage years I've been serving God I mean honestly 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 that's just a frightening thought I mean, I could have been chasing girls, doing claps, fooling in the system. I've kept myself. And you are saying what? Please, can you take me back to verse 21? I mean, not everyone that said to me, Lord, Lord, 
shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. So the people who will enter the kingdom are those who do the will of God. Next verse. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Cast out devils in thy name. Done wonderful works in thy name. 23. Then I'll profess unto them, I never knew you. I never knew you. I never knew you. Depart from me. Ye that work iniquity. Oh, help me, Jesus, to preach. Ye that work iniquity. Ye that work. Ye who are living comfortably with sin. Living comfortably with sin. Please listen very carefully to me. I'm hoping not to preach for a long time. I feel for you with a short attention span. I must just dump the goods and leave you to. Enjoy what you have to enjoy. Some of us are in for a shock. Sitting in the church. Singing for Jesus. Working for God. Preaching for God. Like I'm preaching for God. Because please go back and look at it again. The next verse. 22. I'm just, these are the things. These are the works of God. Worked for God, done things for God. And he, I was thinking that the next verse will be that he will say to them that you are liars. But I don't see that word there. I don't see liars. So what the, th- the things they were saying were true. They, 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 they spent their lives doing something in God's name. And then he will say to them that, I don't know you. I don't know you. In, 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 in a certain sense, I am redeeming myself, myself sorry, from your blood by preaching this message to you. And I'm just starting today. I'm hoping to have the time to go through the things. Anyone who has come to sit here, I don't know what you were promised. I don't know what you have. I don't know the arrangement, the contract that brought you here. But if your intention is to be with God, 
Then listen to me very carefully. To be with God, then you must listen to me very carefully because this is the closest you can get to the mind of God for you. And I'm, I'm saying this so that you are not surprised on that day. You see, because I, I, I don't even know what you will do to yourself. If, I, I mean, after this statement, I, I don't know. It, it's very important that you get it right. Get it right now. And don't base your relationship with God on prophesyings. Don't base your relationship with God on church work. Don't base your relationship. This thing we are doing is not about singing in the choir. It won't help you much. We are not here to be turned into pastors. Don't confuse yourself. So once you sing for God successfully, Once you arrange chairs in the house of God for 20 years, you can easily think that it buys you your ticket to heaven, to God's presence. Now, the kingdom of God is not for ashes. The kingdom of God is not for pastors. The kingdom of God is not for church goers. I'm going to be teaching from this book. Flow in the anointing. Or flow in the Holy Spirit. And it's such an important book that I never understood well. But you see, Bishop preached from this book at one of our... um, um, pastor's conferences just a few days ago and it affected me I've not recovered from it I mean the shock was intense I, I, was, I, was, I was literally dazed by what I heard from this book and I, that was the day I knew that God had a message for you through me So I'm going to teach you from this book chapter after chapter. <laughs> but I can't start now because this message I have for you you must hear something first before you come to this. You, 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 it's, 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 it's so powerful and so, 
I don't know what word to use. That a certain foundation must be laid. You see, because those who are going to heaven, those who are going to be known by God. Remember, he said, I never knew you. Now, the people who are going to be known by God, help me, Jesus, are, are going to be those who practice this, who flow in the Holy Spirit. Those who flow. Any, any lifestyle outside this box is non-scoring. There can be no Christianity outside this box. Living and flowing and being comfortable and living under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Heaven is not for soul winners. The soul winners who make it to heaven had something which made them soul winners. I'll take it again. Is is it possible to sit down? I know you can't sit, but try try and sit. I I want to engage the people directly. I want to get you. Some of you have not seen me before, but I'm standing in front of you here. I want to engage you directly. So I, I, I wouldn't want anyone blocking my access to you. I need, I, I need to help you. Otherwise, we'll be here deceiving ourselves. I said something, I want to say it again. Heaven is not for soul winners. Even though soul winners will go to heaven. But not all soul winners will go to heaven. Because there is a reason why you enter heaven. And that reason is not the winning of souls. Anything that is an art can be taught. Mm. Wow. Wow. Preaching is an art. You can, you can preach your way to hell. Because you learned the nuances of preaching. Singing is an art. You can sing your way all your years and die and descend. Demons will carry you directly to hell. Oh, but singers will go to heaven. But they go to heaven because of something, not because they have been singing. Get it right. Don't confuse yourself. 
in, in two minutes, I'm going to tell you the people who will make it to heaven. And that is the reason why, if you don't have this book, look for it because we are going to go through it and learn things from it. Help me, Jesus. This work, this work you are doing, caring for converts, can land you straight into hell. You can do this all your life in yellow and end up in hell. And I think I, I can safely say we've seen a scripture that summarizes. I prophesied did many wonderful works casts out devils cast out devils who will cast out the devil the reason why the kingdom of the devil kingdom of satan is still strong and vibrant is that it is not divided against itself. You cannot be a devil and cast out a devil. So, so you must be on the Lord's side to be able to cast out a devil. And remember that Jesus did not call them liars. I'm telling you to be very careful because you are young guys. And you must start well. And this type of apprentice Christianity. Apprentice Christianity. I call it apprentice Christianity. Where you learn things. Do's and don'ts. You learn how to be in church. You learn how to dress to church. How to sit in church. How to say amen. How to sing a song. How to pray. All these things are apprenticeship. It's very dangerous. And because you need to hear this. To facilitate your closeness to God and your ultimate access to the to eternity. That's why I need to lay a foundation. Then when I picked this book, hopefully we would have come close to having the same mind about what you need to hear. Are you a pastor, sir? Yeah, be careful. Be very careful. Now, the title of the message I'm preaching today is the name given to the people who will make it to heaven. And that's the title for the message today.
Who are those going to make it to heaven? It's not bishops. It's not pastors. A lot of pastors will find themselves in hell. Some bishops are already on their way to hell. Who are the people whose lives please God enough to welcome them into his arena? They are called the sons of God. And that's the title for this message I'm preaching to you. Sons of God. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, you will see It says, beloved, beloved, at long last, now are we the sons of God. At long last, we are, we have become sons of God. Now are we the sons of God. And if that, can I have New King James? There are students here. Beloved, now are we children of God. Sons of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, which the King James puts it in a better way, when he shall appear because the Jesus we saw going up shall return the same way he will appear Paul told the church in Thessalonica with the sound of the trumpet with the voice of the archangel he shall appear again come Lord Jesus but we know that when he shall appear, we, who are we? The sons of God. The sons of God. We shall be like him. We shall be like him. For we shall see him as it is. That is when Jesus comes, the people he's going to carry with him are his children. Not Pentecost church members. I said not Pentecost church members. Not lighthouse shepherds. He doesn't care too much about lighthouse shepherds. But it's going to get worse, you know. It's going to get worse as we go in the few minutes. It will get worse. So just listen to this. When he comes, the people he's going to take along. You see, this phrase, sons of God, you've heard very little of it. 
you know almost nothing about it. But today, I am unveiling a reality that is lost on you. And I'm making you fully aware so that you will be without excuse. He's coming for his children. He's coming for his children. Which is a more easier way to accept because sons of God has a gender bias and we don't know what the ladies will do. Well, Christ come for ladies, so let's now be happy with children of God. Mm-hmm. But the title of the message is sons, not churchgoers. When he appears, he will be on the lookout for those who are like him. He says, he says that, but we know that when he shall appear, I mean, what we will see up there coming down, when we look at ourselves, we will be like what is coming down. But some people, when they look at themselves, they'll be different from what is coming down. They'll be very hot. The people is going to take up are people who are like him. It, it says, we, but, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. It's like, it's like we, we, we will look like Jesus. Same spirit. But, but it is also important for me to let you know. You see, when I talk about sons of God, you may think that I'm against pastors. You will think that I'm against singers. But I'm not against pastors. I'm not against sisters. I'm a pastor. You may think I'm against people who go to church, but I'm in church. There's no place I know of where there's, a, there's more deception than in the church. I, I'm not aware of it. You see, you see, because the unbelievers in the clubs, they know that, Charlie. That, there's no deception there. Or, 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 well, there'll be deception. I mean, they'll be deceiving girls that you are the only girl I'm going to sleep with. You are, you are the only girl I know. Meanwhile, he's got three girls. <laughs> but I'm talking about a certain, a certain grand level of deception. It's only in the church. Where devils feel they are Christians. Where people bound for hell feel that they are prepared for heaven. I don't know of any such place. Because in the university, when you are failing, you know you're great. It's only in the church where people who are living in sin feel that because they have the pastor's number and they text back and forth, they are bound for heaven. And they preach. I mean, church is the only place where I know people who are pastors, who are preaching, who feel that because they are preaching, they are going to heaven. And they are rather laughing at unbelievers. What they don't know is that they are worse than infidels.
your responsibility. I said, I, I will take you through flow in the anointing. It's very important for you as a Christian to learn how to flow in the Holy Ghost. But I cannot, in all honesty, as a Christian pastor, open that page without first of all letting you understand who that book is for, who that lifestyle is for. And I'm saying that it is not for church members, it's not for Christians. It is for sons of God. They are the people who are to flow in the anointing. Verse 1 also presents another disturbing picture. It's very disturbing. The verse 1. Because it says, Behold, Canada King James said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Such love, such a privilege, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That now he's speaking, you see the word us, and so on. He's speaking to and with and about. As a unique group of people, not some masses in church buildings, not some ragamuffins who sit in church and feel that because they now know the shepherd, it means that they are heaven bound. What manner of love? Such love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, Because we are called the sons of God. The world. Can I have New King James now? The world. The world does not know us. Because the world did not know Jesus. I said the world and the systems of the world. We are called the sons of God. Hooray! Why are we called the sons of God? Because the world, finally, hooray! The world doesn't know us. But many of you, your phone numbers are in betting companies. On their database, you are there. Your email is there. King James the world doesn't know us many of you sitting here on campus the world knows you pool parties you are there dancing in your bikini panties the one you finish you wear a magazine magazine to come and sit in the church as if you are a normal Christian Listen to me very carefully. The world, sons of God, who eventually end up in heaven, are not people the world knows. The worldly guys in town, they don't know such people. But some of you here, your best friends are unbelievers. 
the person to sit down. Thank you. Your best friends are unbelievers. And because of the association with Christians in the church, you, you are with us for a while, and we are even making you a shepherd. How do you become a shepherd? Just by being serious and being around and being whatever. But your real life is out there. The world knows you. Some of you, if you take the database of a pornography site, your IP address is there. You are, you are a registered browser of certain porn sites. Pastors are there. I'm preaching. The world does not know us. How the world lives their lives. How does the world live their lives? I see, see you. You are a nice girl. I'm married, but I still like you. I start sleeping with you. Give you money to go to France and come. Give you money to just braid your hair, nice, nice hairstyle, and so on. And then when you come to church, you also, because you have been around for a while, we may, and you have a good voice. You have a good voice. You are one of the soloists, the lead singers. But you know that the worldly life knows you. The worldly life. The ways of people who are in the world. Who don't read their Bible. You are also here. You don't read your Bible. The world knows you. Sons of God who make it to heaven are not known by the world. The world doesn't see them as part of their system. The world doesn't consider them. They may consider Ephia, consider Mabel, consider Kwame, consider Yao. But when it comes to Michael, the world says, this guy, he says, things are not in our system. Sons of God. The world does not know them. How worldly wives behave. When we check how worldly wives behave, your behavior is known to such a life. But you finish and wear your canary yellow and black, you've cut your hair, sitting in front like some lady pastor, but you are known that the worldly system of marital beastliness is in you. Sons of God are not known. They are rather known in spiritual circles. A lot of you sitting here if you should die, you are descending to hell. Because the truth is that you are a part of the world system. If you take your phone right now, you are part. You see that there are music. It's on your phone. You are a part of the worldly system. How they relate. How boy relates with girl. I'm telling you that as you are sitting here, 
I'm, I said, as you are sitting here, you, you may not know that you are actually ready for hell. And, and, and the more serious part of it is that the people who are known, to, see, all these are words and phrases. But the, some of you sitting here who are known to worldly systems might as well call yourselves friends of the world. You are a friend. When you look in your phone, when we track you, your, 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 your life during the week, where you spend your time, the music you listen to, the friends you talk to, you are actually a friend of the worldly system. And James chapter 4 says that anybody who is a friend of the world is an enemy of God enemy of God. Don't you know this? I mean, James is so surprised. He's so surprised that these guys haven't been told that as you are befriending the world, you're doing worldly things, you are Christian beloveds in the church, but your beloved dozen is a totally worldly beloved dozen. I mean, pastor, Christians, you are not married, you are using condoms so far. Wow. You are a friend. Is there? Look at it. You are a friend of the world. They are betting. You are betting with them. You are an enemy of God. God hates you. It's not. It's not mine. It's like, whosoever therefore will be a friend. It's like you are comfortable with worldly living, worldly way. Some of you, your, your way of attending church is a worldly way. You come when you feel like it. When you don't feel like it. Some of you sitting there will not be in church next week. Because you don't feel, you won't feel like being in church. You're actually an unbeliever. Some of you are in the choir. Sniping girls. Shooting down young virgins. People you are with. Unbelievers. So the only place you get close to believers is this church service. But you are, your, your, your real company is not this type of Christian, Christian brothers and sisters. No. You are an unbeliever. Your friends, your people, your, the people you flow with, your best friends, your things. It's all unbeliever lifestyle. Then on Sunday, you morph into a Christian to come and sit here. I'm saying to you, that you are an enemy of God. And I'm not, I will not be the one telling you. It's the brother of Jesus Christ who said it. His brother says that anybody who is friendly with the world system, worldly music, worldly ways, worldly dressing, worldly friends, worldly lifestyles, worldly thinking, worldly way of walking with God, worldly way of being in church. There's always a worldly version of all the things we are doing. All the things we are doing, that's a worldly version. And those of you whose ideas fuse with the worldly ways, should be very careful. You 
I'm sure you've not heard this verse before in a long time or before. That there's some people who are enemies of God. Enemies of God. To the degree that you are a friend of the world. Come out! I said, come out! Come out of their music! Come out of that association! Come out of the life where you are a Christian, you don't read your Bible! Come out! You are, God hates you! This is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. want to be here I'm telling you that there are standards you see when we gather here like that it should be sons of God who have gathered yes because is it the same way when we see him we shall be like him we look like him obviously if I see if my father is a goat, I must be a goat to look like, I look like a goat. Hello? If my father is a snake, I'm a snake. Nobody sees a snake and say, hey, hey, look at the son of a snake going there. No, you call it a snake. Because once you are a child of something, you are that thing. So once you are a child of something, you are that thing. So once you are a child of something, you are that thing. Once you are a child of something, you are that thing. Once you are a child of something, you are that thing. Once you are a child of something, you are you are that thing. A son of God is God. And a son of the devil. It's a sugar king. It's an apple. It's a what? It's a devil. It's a devil. Yes. And so some of you are devils. Yeah. Because you are yet to transition to become a son of God. So like how, how sons of God have gathered here like this. There are devils amongst us. And it's exactly Job chapter 1 verse 6. Look at it. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. So I, want, I don't know 
How are you? I mean, here in this service, are you a son of God or you are a Satan here? Now, how do we know that you are a son of God? Who is a son of God? Because God, the people he's interested in are not pastors. There's no time for them. The people he wants to spend his time with are his sons. Stand up. Sit down. Did you see him? You're not watching him. Stand up. You watch this. You see? Sit down. Have you seen that he obeys instructions? That's a human being. Are you aware I can tell a dog to sit and it will sit? Hello? Did you know this? Or we should go to YouTube and find out. I can tell a dog to sit. Lie. Sandy, lie. It lie. How many of you don't believe what I'm saying? How many of you believe that you can tell a dog? You can train a dog to lie. It will lie. How many of you, you know, you can train a dog to sit and it will sit? Stand. Look at it. Sit. So if you, if a dog is also made to stand and sit, it doesn't mean a dog is a human being. It has just been taught how to stand, how to obey instruction, how to lie. Some of you are devils who have been taught how to pray in tongues, how to do outreach, how to come to church, how to sing in the choir, how to do the... But you are, your nature is not a son of God nature. You are a devil in the church. You are nowhere near God. You lack even the capacity to be near God. You don't understand why I said it's not soul winners who go to heaven. Because you can be taught to win souls. It's an art. It's an art. I can teach you. I, I tell people, I said the book Mega Church. You can have a, a white man or a black man smoking. And if, if you give him the book, he will follow the things in the book to build the church. Kaya. Many of you sitting here. Is David here? Many of you sitting here. You just learned, you've been trained to come to church. So have you not noticed that you don't like coming to church, but you, you, you know how to come to church? Like, I, 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 I love the way Grace leads the praise and worship. It's so beautiful that 
Have you not seen music being played and snakes are dancing? Snakes are dancing. Human beings are dancing and snakes, cobras are dancing. The fact that you lift your hands in worship does not mean you are a child of God. You can be a devil who has been. Fo- can, you, can you imagine me leading worship and you are sitting down? You will stand up. I'm sorry, can you imagine me leading worship in the church and you are sitting down? You cannot imagine. Don't even imagine it. Either you are here or you are out. So if I'm leading worship, his hands are up. Your hand has to be up. But your hands are not up because it is in your nature, your natural nature to raise your hand. But because of fear, because you have been cajoled, because you feel everybody is raising their hand. But this one, on his own, in his room, he raises his hands. Because you can be a dog and do neatly the things human beings do. That's why even the world, the world, they know. They know who they are looking for. The world is not looking for pastors. <laughs> the world is not looking for bishops. I, I now understand. That most people are put off by even such words. That's a bishop of the church. That's a pastor. They have no respect because the world, God has conditioned the world not to expect pastors. The world is not waiting for soul winners. The people the world is expecting are sons of God. Romans 8 and verse 19. The world is waiting to see. It's like for the, the endless expectation of the creature. They are waiting for the manifestation of sons of God. They are not waiting for the manifestation of bishops. The people the world is waiting for. That's how you go, they don't follow you. Because they can see through you. Yeah, They may be smoking weed. Remember also that these guys... According to John 1.11. Look at, look at John 1.11. You may think that you are better than your wee-smoking brother. He came unto, unto what? He came unto what? Dancing stars. He came unto pastors. He came unto who? His own. His own. Even the people who don't, and his own, received him not. So even the people who don't receive Jesus and are still unbelievers are still his own. You didn't hear me? I said the people who rejected him are still his own. He came to his own. His own received him not, but they are his own. For now they are smoking weed. For now they are lesbians and pornographers and homosexuals, but they are his own. And there is something in them that knows who to expect. Not a fooling pastor. Not an unspiritual church planter. But a son of God. I'll just say it again. Don't have a mind that I'm against pastors. 
you'll be making a very big mistake. God is not looking for pastors. And God is not looking for, uh, the world is not looking for pastors. The holiest is not looking for pastors. The unholiest is not looking for pastors. They are looking for sons of God. Sons. I have appointed pastors that I am now convinced were unbelievers, masculine as Christians in the church. Just by the length of time they've been in the church. The title pastor should not add even one cubic centimeter of air to your ego. Cool down. Lady pastor or lazy pastor, cool down. The people God is looking for is like the endless expectation. Ah. Mandula bo sapatagatababa. Sandindinimo sandala brandas katabayabos. If I have any wish for you, my wish would not be that you will be the greatest pastor in the church. If I really, and I'm nobody, I'm nobody, but if I had power to wish anything for you, I would wish for you that you will be a son of God. You see, if we are a son of God, if we were sons of God, all of us will be pastors. You cannot be a son of God and not have the burden of God. But what is happening is that because nobody is doing the work, we are using a different set of criteria. Have you been in church for a long time? Have you started a church? Have you built a choir? Do you speak in tongues? Which tongues fetish priests are also speaking? And we use that because we are human beings. That's the best. What else? How else should we use X-ray? And how else will we know that you can be a pastor? We have things we have to use. Have you been to a camp? Have you? Have you? How many camps? This camp has a point. Have you done? Have you written an exam? That's how we. That's how to be a pastor. Because we are human beings. But that doesn't make you a son of God. All these are learned attitudes and attributes. You can learn them. You can learn them. I said, if we were sons of God, I wouldn't need to convince you to serve God. Jesus was a son of God. He didn't have to be convinced. In fact, he was not sent. When he saw that nobody was going, his own arm brought salvation. He said, no, no, I'll go. So who will go? He said, I'll go. A true son. You can, one of the ways to know who is not this type of cheap daddy, daddy, daddy in pastor. It's just rubbish. 
daddy, daddy, oh daddy has come, oh daddy, daddy, oh daddy, hold on. You know a daddy, you know a person is a proper son or daughter by how the person identifies with the burden of the father. The burden of the father. The satellite church pastor sent me pictures of his set. So you knew how to do all these things when you were when you were a zonal leader in the church. Wow, what lie. What lie be some lie, what lie, what lie, 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 lie. You could do this. I didn't know you could you were capable of doing this. Wow. I had to send you to be on your own. To be your own man of God before you could do this. You couldn't do this for me here. Wow. But that I even sent him and he went to that branch. To, I sent him and he went to start that church. It's enough. I appreciate it. And it's a great thing. And we can clap our hands for satellite church pastors. Real sons. Real sons. That's what the father in Mark... Uh, um, What's the name of that? Luke 15. He said, this, this, not this one. This, my son, was dead. As far as I'm concerned, he cannot be a son. This is my son. The first time he is announced in the story of the prodigal son, the elder brother was coming from the field. He had gone to work on the father's farm. That's a son. He has the burden of the father. Not this one who will collect his money and go and smooch prostitutes till he is finished. We know you are a son of God when you are a carrier of the burden of God. Ah, I, there, there are some things I want to say. I, I, I don't want. I, I, I feel I shouldn't say about pastors. This afternoon. When I come and stand here, I always remember, don't think I am against pastors. That would be unfair. But I'm saying to you that, don't be confused. God is not looking for pastors. He is looking for sons. 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 Sons, people who have divorced themselves from the world, who are not friends with the world, then we now come to the end of the message. How do you become a son of God? I think you'd like to know that. How do you become a son of God? You become a son of God by knowing John 1, 11 and 12. He came unto his own. And his own received him not. That's verse 11. But as many as received him, 
received who? Who is the him? The bishop. Oh, sorry. Who is the received him? Who is the him? Who? No, I'm asking the word him. Who? Who is being referred to as him? Jesus. There are many people who have not received Jesus, but they are his own. Remember Christ said, other sheep I have that are not of this fold. Them also I must bring. So that boy smoking weed, that girl at the pool party now, that boy on campus who you know who doesn't come at this time, by this afternoon has cleared like three girls on campus already. That boy, he's a major pastor in God's plan. Katuna Makataya. I'm saying that the people who reject Jesus are also his own. It's just a matter of time. Don't feel too big. But let's forget about them now. For the sake of this meeting, how we need to end it now. Let's put them aside. Now, let's talk about... So, there are two types of his own. One group are those who don't receive him. Am am I clear? It's it's his own. Then the other group are those who receive Jesus Christ. And I will say with about 99% accuracy that almost all of us here have received Jesus Christ. Now, receiving Jesus Christ does not make you a son of God. Receiving Jesus Christ does not make you a son of God. You receive him basically because you believed in him. Romans 10 and 10. I'm preaching not about believers. I'm preaching about sons of God. They are a unique group you need to join. There's a group that did not receive Jesus. They are his own. Then this group from here, 31st December Women's, up to all this all of you here. These are those who received who? Jesus. Jesus. So, when I say, how many of you have received Jesus for the sake of this teaching, those here shouldn't raise their hands. Only to the first December to the side should raise their hands. So, how many of you are his own and you have received Jesus. How many of you have received Jesus? Aha. Uh-huh. Good. 
All right, so, so don't feel too big and don't, don't belittle these ones, these sinners, okay? Now, these ones who have received Jesus now are graduated to sons of God. It's not automatic. How do you become a son of God? A son of God. Is there in English? Can you break it down to verse 12? I want to have verse 12. Because we need to end the meeting. But as many as received him. Now, now, watch it, watch it. To them. That is from 31st December. Wearing red beret. To this group. To this group. Not these ones. These ones. Anything. I'll come to you. These ones. To those who received him. To them gave he. Power. Power. So. From this verse. I'm teaching now. You are giving two things. You are giving Jesus. And they are also giving power. Now, some receive Jesus and don't receive the power. Those who receive Jesus are giving something else that makes them sons of God. And that is Can you just take me to Acts 1 8? Look at Acts 1 verse 8. But you shall receive what? Power. Power. After what? You go to the university. No. After you marry. No. Oh, when you get a job with KPMG. No, after what? You receive power after what? The Holy Ghost. It's come upon you. So, those who receive Jesus are also given an opportunity to receive the Holy Ghost. Now, now have, can you please sit down? Receiving Jesus does not mean you have received the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is different from Jesus. If you did 10 Newtons of work, to get Jesus, you must do 10 newtons of work to get Holy Ghost. You can have Jesus and you don't have the Holy Ghost. Sons of God, those who make it to heaven, sons of God, those who are really God's own, are people who have Receive the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Spirit who differentiates believers from sons of God. In Acts 19 and verse 2, Paul went in verse 1. 
he went to a town, Corinth. And he, he went to Ephesus. Now, he met disciples. He met who? Sexy dancers. Who did he meet? Disciples. Of who? Jesus. Then, Acts 19, verse 2. He asked them a question. Have you received? You see, the Holy Ghost is not assumed. Where's the book again? Flow. The Holy Ghost is not assumed. You live a life that receives. You receive. The same way, like, have you heard somebody say, have you received Jesus? Yes. You also must receive the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit is not assumed. Holy Spirit is not someone you just hang around and you are a believer, you are praying and you feel, oh, Holy Ghost is to do. You must receive. And so, so he asked them that, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? So these are believers who have not received the Holy Ghost. And they said, honestly, is it Coca-Cola you are talking about? No, is it a type of shoe? What is Holy Ghost? Because we have never heard. We, we don't know this word. We've not heard. Is it there? Is that what they said? We have not so much as heard. We've not heard anything. But they are disciples. They are pastors. They are shepherds. So they are pastors without the Holy Ghost. Appointed pastors, appointed shepherds, appointed leaders, appointed singers who don't have the Holy Ghost. Sons of God attacked by the presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Hello? Not Holy Spirit they assumed they had. But Holy Spirit that they deliberately chased. That's why we have books like Steps to the Holy Spirit. Flow. Sons of God are the people who overcome the evil of this world. Believers fornicate continually <laughs> believers are betting believers believers ah one there was a conference in america i think a billy graham or some of these i don't know whether it's a some some conference some of these you know big big one conference and Pastors from all over the world attended the conference. They were in hotels. True story. Hotels. That week, the pastors were in the hotels. The hotels recorded their highest income from pornography. Yes. I'm not joking. Arrogance of pastors. The arrogance of prophets. That's why I'm saying that. 
Don't look at them and think that these are fallen people. Accursed people. There's no hope for a believer. You see, the power to live in this evil world. First John talks about the whole world lying in wickedness. To be here, my brother, among these sexy girls. If you fool, you will not even marry. You'll be so confused, you will not know which of them to choose. You see, the way you can breathe in tuberculosis and breathe in COVID and still remain normal, your body has something called immunity. It's your power to resist sin, to resist viruses. Those who don't have it, we call them opportunistic infections. Those with HIV who don't have immunity, any germ, any virus brings them down. Any, it's called immuno, immune defi, they are deficient in immunity. You may not know, but as you are here in this, you have breathed in gems. Even considering the person sitting by you. But you go and live normal, 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 normal life. Why? Because your body has power to fight. Now, the believer's power to fight doesn't come from just having Jesus. Having Jesus is not enough. That's why Paul asked them, he said, I know, it's, it's, please go back, he said, since you believe, so Paul knew that they had Jesus, but having Jesus is not enough. You need to have the Holy Ghost. Those of you have sent out to start churches. I'm hoping that you have immunity. I hope you have power. Mm. Because there's no machine to check. Hey, zero power. Sit here. Oh, 98. You can go. There's no machine. I checked your faithfulness, your flow, everything. So let's go and start a church. Like if you know you have only believed. I'm saying that if you know that you have not received him well, oh fine, please return and be here because you can have an outdooring on your first anniversary. Why do we have Christians who cannot fight pornography? Why do we have girls who can't stop fornicating, who can't break away from unbeliever friends because they have no power? You see, only sons of God, not believers. Philippians 2, verse 15. Philippians 2, 15. Watch that English scripture. That ye may be what? Blameless. And what? Harmless. The sons of God. Without rebuke. In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Among whom you do what? 
shine. Only sons of God shine. Believers, they join them. Hello, I've said a thousand words to say to you that you are not allowed to be a Christian without becoming a son of God. Without the Holy Spirit. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. Don't try to be a pastor. I mean, how is it possible that I have been with this girl for nine years? Is she not a pretty girl? Look at her. How can I be with her for nine years? I've not kissed her. I've not touched her. I've done nothing with her. Nine years. You come to meet her just for nine days. You have two children with her. In nine days. So then, then how was I able to be with her and not be infected? And what is it about you that makes it so easy for you to sleep with nine days? You have two children with her. What's the difference? My education also. Oh, sorry, it's my tribe. I am Ewe. And he is Fante. What is the difference? Power of the Holy Spirit. See, sons of God, only sons of God are blameless and harmless in the perverse generation. How come somebody has 200 gig of airtime and is not watching pornography? You have 100 megabytes. And you are waiting till midnight so that they can extend. You are doing Kokroko bundle. Or midnight bundle. No, no, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying that. How is it possible that I am with this guy? We have been together for 10 years. You came just yesterday. You are homosexual now. Say power. Power. Now, it is that power. That differentiates sons of God from believers. And that power, it comes from the Holy Spirit. I don't blame you. You have no power to stop fornicating. No power to stop masturbating. No power over unbeliever friends. They call you and you go. I mean, nobody calls me and they go. And I go. They can call me, but they, they, they can. I have no time for them. How come you can't stop watching pornography? It's not because you are a bad person. You are a believer. You are what? A believer. But it doesn't take believing. To be blameless and harmless. It's the sons of God. Now, now, those who are the sons of God are those who are who have what? Received the Holy Spirit. To the extent that Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Watch it. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. What does it say? Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God. As many as are led 
by the Holy Spirit. They. Honey, honey, I want to end by saying that we are swimming in viruses. We are swimming in viruses. We are swimming in a sea of bacteria. You better find the power. Otherwise, you will catch an infection and die. Young man, you and I, we are swimming in a sea of sexy girls. Homosexuals are all around us. Young lady, there are many men who want you as their second, third wife. Side chick. There is sin all over. You need power. You can't do this thing for two days without the Holy Spirit. Obviously, this is my, I'm getting close to my 30th year of being appointed a pastor. You can imagine the number of sexy girls I have seen. But the grace of God, my hands are clean. How? Because I was brought up well? Then you don't know me. Go to the internet and see my past medical history and past social history. But we are able to stand because of the empowerment blameless and harmless because I'm not standing in front of you as a believer I'm standing in front of you no matter how you look no matter the shape of your breasts the, no matter the shape of your tie I, I, I'm happy that I'm standing in front of you as a son of God oh, oh let me just say it again do sons of God also fall sometimes they do sons of God do do sons of God fornicate? They do. But fornication is not their lifestyle. When they fornicate, the Holy Ghost, oh, but can you have the Holy Spirit in you and fornicate? Can you have the Holy Spirit in you and fornicate? Can you? Holy Ghost is in you. Is it possible to have the Holy Spirit in you? And if you, if you, you fornicate, what is the answer? A fat, big yes. Can a son of God commit adultery? Yes. So what's the difference between the son of God who commits adultery and an ordinary believer who is also committing adultery? It's not a lifestyle. When the son of God touches that girl, is it afternoon or night? What time was it? Night. When the son of God touches that girl in the night, when he finishes, there is something in him. His immunity kicks in. What have I done? What have I done? He comes to the church. He's asked to sing the solo. He says, no, I'm not feeling well. Oh, brother Jack, why are you so quiet? I'm not feeling well. And he's really not feeling well. Because he has done something three days ago. Why? Because, because he has immunity. That's an immune reaction. Antibodies are being produced. I said that's an immune reaction. He is different from the one who's also fornicated and, and just got up as if nothing has happened and took the phone, uh, the microphone. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Lift your hands. Meanwhile, 
Just yesternight. Sons of God, they react to sin. In the same way as asking that, does somebody with most powerful immunity breathe in viruses? Not knowing that when David was with Bathsheba in the room, somebody's wife, I didn't know it till I read the Psalms, that apparently he had the Holy Spirit with him wow. as he was with the woman in the room. Wow. Holy Ghost was in David. So when the prophet came to rebuke him, his prayer was that take not thine Holy Spirit from me. Lord, don't take your spirit. I know I made a mistake, but don't take it. I'm saying that the difference between a son of God who listens to a worldly music and an unbeliever who is who also listening to a worldly music is that the, un, the, 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 the believer, not even an unbeliever, the believer who has no Holy Spirit doesn't have any reaction. They go on. To see that the believer who kisses this girl and it's nice, they start. Nothing stops them. They are in the church. He's the deacon. Is the deepness. But the one with the Holy Spirit who something happened and kissed this girl in the night he sent a text. You know, I'm very sorry about what happened. I don't feel at ease. I don't feel at ease. I don't think this friendship can continue. So you, who kissed her and said no more, this friendship cannot continue. Then me, I kissed her and because it was nice, we have now started romancing the stone. Now, who, which of these do you think will make it to heaven? The one with repentance. Repentance is an act of the Holy Spirit. Because sin, sin is very nice. I said sin is very nice. Nobody breaks away from sin. Any type of sin. Who does not have the Holy Spirit Starting something in him. That's why Zechariah prophesied in chapter 4, verse 6 that it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Anyone here who doesn't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit is not a son of God.
Sons of God make mistakes. David cut the hem of Saul's garment. The Bible says his heart smote him. I mean, how can you be in your house? You can discuss your pastor. Who has done nothing about you? And you, you, you don't, you still keep the company you, ha- you, 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 you have. The company that you, 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 you joined to insult, discuss, denigrate pastors. You are still in that company. It's like that you, your heart does not smite you. You are hypoimmune. There's a brother, he will say something. Ah, you remember the story Bishop told us? I don't know whether you were there. He said, when he was a young Christian, very young, I, I doubt it was even a year in the Lord. He went with a sister, one of Ghana's top singers, to a program. And they took the first offering he gave. Then just before the service ended, they brought an offering bag for a second offering. I said, ah, what is that? What, what, what is that? Then the sister turned to him and gave him what we call in, Christ, in Christian circles, the north wind. The north wind is a type of face that, that shows disapproval. I don't approve of this comment. So the sister turned and gave him a face he knew that he had said something wrong about the pastor taking the offering. When the church service ended, I'm talking about a son of God. When the service ended, he didn't go home. He sat in the church. Meetings, 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 meetings. Meetings, meet. He waited till later in the evening. When the pastor finished his meeting, the bishop went to see him. He was going out. He said, "Oh, pastor, good good evening or whatever." He said, "Yes, young man. True story. He said, young man, how are you? How may I help you?" So I was in church this morning. Oh, really? I was church. So it was very fine. But I came to see you because I made a comment when you were taking the second offering. And the pastor was surprised. Comment about what? So I said that that offering you were taking was not necessary. But now I realize I was wrong. So that's why I waited to see you to tell you that I said this about you and it's wrong. And I want you to forgive me. Sons of God. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will watch pornography freely and come and sit here. You will continue sleeping with the girls you are sleeping with. Your friends, unbeliever friends. All the things a believer must do, you need the Holy Spirit to do them. And next week we shall flow in the anointing. Rise your feet. That he may be blameless. 
the people who survive this crooked world are not believers. That's why Paul was concerned. I know you are a believer, but have you received the Holy Spirit? He said, we don't have Immediately. I said, the people who survive the sexy boys in town are not girls who are just having their quiet time. You need Holy Ghost. He gives you the most appropriate immune responses. Because the world we are in is perverse. It's crooked. If you fool, you will join the crookishness of the crooked world. And you're also a crook. But you can stand blameless. By the grace of God, there's no girl living or dead. You can say after say. But you can imagine you have no idea how many sexy girls I've encountered in my 30 years of serving God. Even you, if that's a girl, you'll be tempted. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit. Offenses. Offenses. Have you been offended? <laughs> you need the Holy Ghost to overcome the destruction of an offense. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will have a natural response to an offense, and that is to kill yourself. Those who survive offenses have something more than just Jesus Christ they are believing. You need the Holy Ghost. As many as are led by the Holy Ghost, they the sons of God. Can you lift your hands? I will not give you a prayer topic. If you want to sing, you can sing. If you don't want to pray, you can sit down. Pray. Whatever prayer you feel in with your power. I preach about sons of God. Sons. Are you just a believer? You have not received the Holy Spirit? You are not flowing the Holy Spirit? You are just around? Just having your quiet time? You ain't got no relationship with no Holy Ghost? Wow! You don't understand what you are doing. You are building a church without the Holy Spirit? Do you understand what you are doing? Can you handle the girls who are coming around you? Lift your hands, everyone. And now pray. I'm not giving you a prayer. Whatever prayer you want to pray, you can pray. Shall we sit? Let your hands and pray. Let 
Finally, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give somebody an opportunity to give your life to Jesus today. It begins with receiving Jesus. It begins with receiving Jesus. And I want to give somebody the opportunity. God is giving you the opportunity to receive Jesus this afternoon. You want to say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to receive Jesus in my heart. If you are here like that, I want you to lift your right hand high above your head. And I will pray with you. Pastor, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand high above your head. I want to pray with you. Lift, just lift your right hand high. I see your hands. God bless you. Lift it up. Lift it up. If you've lifted up your hand, please do me one more favor. Come to me here in the front. I want to pray with you standing right in front of me here. And you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. But as many as received him, received him first. Those of you standing here, please lift your two hands and say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Father, Dear Father I, come to you today, I come to you today just as I am. Just as I, am. I, know, I know that I'm a sinner. That I'm a sinner. Today, today I, come to you. I come to you. Please wash me. Please wash me. And please write my name. And please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Say, wash me. Wash me. With the blood. With your blood. Of your son. Of your son. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, please do me a favor. Go with our lady pastor over there in the yellow dress. She has something to say to you for just a few minutes. Then you can come back, all right? So please go with her. Clap your hands for them. Take out your communion. Take it, this is my body, which was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was poured out for you. my flesh and drinks my blood has it
Lift up the bread. Say, this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. Say, as I eat this bread, as I eat this bread, I receive healing in my body. I receive healing in my body. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. Now lift up the cup. Say this is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus. Say as I drink this blood. As I drink this blood. I receive the life of Christ. I receive the life of Christ. As I drink the blood of Christ. As I drink the blood of Christ. I receive the life of Christ. I receive the life of Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Lift up your hands. And now I pray that every sickness, every condition in your body Jesus. is stopped. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. I command muscles and nerves, organs, joints to be restored to their original state. Amen. I command irreversible conditions to be Jesus. reversed now in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Yes. I speak to incurable conditions Jesus. and I command them to lose their hold. Amen. I speak to demons Jesus. holding your body in Jesus. pain, Jesus. in stiffness. I speak to autoimmune diseases in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command that they be reversed. Receive healing in your body. Amen. Healing in your body. Amen. Healing in your body. Amen. Healing in your body. I see somebody with a problem at the base of your neck. Oh. I speak to that problem now. Jesus. I speak to that bone and I command it to be aligned properly. Amen. In Jesus' name. Receive healing in your body. I receive it. The blood of Jesus that yes. brings you healing. Yes. That brings you healing. Jesus. That brings you healing. Yes. Somebody has a blood flow problem. Ah, blood flow God. problem. Is being healed right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Blood flow problem is being healed right now in Jesus' Amen. name. Father, we thank you for healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays, as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.